Hey, Michelle, how many bags of pretzels are left in your office right now? A lot. And how many of those bags of pretzels have expired? Uh, about a fourth of them. Should we give them to our coworkers? Yes. From Pretzel World Headquarters in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, USA, this is the Pretzel Podcast, a podcast about pretzels. Welcome to the Pretzel Podcast. I'm Mitch Tyke. And I'm Michelle Maternowski. We have some interesting pretzels to try today. But we have a little bit of pretzels in the news. Uh, it's a, it's it's an unusual pretzels in the news story to get us underway today. Um, first, let's hear our pretzels in the news sounder. Pretzels in the news. Uh, and the pretzels in the news is once again us and how uh, the pretzel podcast is evolving. Uh, we won't belabor this too much because I, I I hope it's it's not really noticeable in the future, but. Um, we are splitting up. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me cry. <laughs> um, this is probably one of the we last We got in a pretzel. big pretzel fight yes, and it's pretzel just... spat. We cannot come to agreement. No, Combos came between us. <laughs> uh, this is one of the last pretzel podcasts we will record together in the same studio because I have taken a new radio job in another part of the country. One that they, they as I'm told, still sell pretzels uh, near. I would hope so. I don't know. I don't think you could take a job in a city that did not have pretzels. I think that was on like the list of requirements. Pretzels are universal. Uh, I'm moving to northern New York to take a job leading a public radio station there. We will continue recording this podcast from two different studios. The best part, though, as we've talked about, is I will be right on the Canadian border and God only knows what kind of pretzels I'm going to bring back. Put put quotes around pretzels. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like I should just share like a, a thank you to you, Mitch, oh. for, <laughs> I don't know, being open to playing around with something that is is fun and kind of lets us just try something new while we're at work. And it's I, I don't know. I think I've laughed the hardest in the studio in here oh. with you talking about pretzels. So, yeah, it's going to be hard with you leaving, but just think of all the pretzels that are sold over there that aren't available over here. And I hope that you put your pretzel jar to good use <laughs> in your new office. If that was my going and, away presence. Um, <laughs> and then that tradition continues at your new station. So, just to wax philosophical. Uh, on my end as well, I have to say that one of the things that doing this podcast has really rekindled for me is what got me into radio in the first place. I mean, like even even before I was a professional, the thing that got me excited about radio was just experimenting and doing fun things with audio. And I think a lot of us got into the field for that reason. And it's easy, you know, when you're doing administrative stuff, forget to to forget that this is about like being able to do stuff for the ear and uh, and the fact that we've been able to to do stuff for the ear and also our taste buds is kind of amazing. 
And all of the pretzel memories that we've developed <laughs> along the way. I like our first time going to the snack expo together was just such <laughs> an adventure and and now it's a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm excited that we can continue this, even though you'll be in a different state. I am too. I loved um, the job that I was hired to do here, but I have to say recording the Pretzel Podcast was just like an extra thing that made me excited to come to work. The the seasoning on the pretzel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's Pretzels in the News. <laughs> Do you have an item for pretzels in the news or a pretzel we should try during crunch time? You can reach the International Pretzel Command Center by email at pretzelpodcast at gmail.com or at pretzelpodcast on Twitter and Instagram. Back with more of the Pretzel Podcast, Mitch and Michelle with you here from uh, the studios of Milwaukee's NPR in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which is not Pretzel Town, USA. That is Freeport, Illinois, I guess. Uh, but we are in a really good place for pretzels. However, for crunch time, we once again travel to the south. Way, way down south to Chicago, <laughs> yes, Illinois. Exactly. Uh, we still have some pretzels that we uh, we want to dig into that we got from the the snack expo. More importantly, we still have some pretzel stories we want to dig into at the, from the uh, sweets and snacks expo. So, who should we start with? We um, we talked to two great, um, well, three great business owners <laughs> to belong to the same business, um, and, and one of them didn't really talk that much, did she? <laughs> Um, should we start with Case? Sure. This is probably maybe the most unusual pretzel story that we're going to get to tell, right? Yeah. These are um, gluten-free protein pretzel sticks. So they have a lot going for them. And I was just comparing yeah, what a what a typical <laughs> bag of pretzels protein is per serving com- and then with Case and there's quite a bit of difference um, just from this other package I have here. They have – it's two grams of protein for that, a, that's a serving. That's in normal pretzels. Yeah, and then K's super pumped up protein pretzels <laughs> is 12 grams. But they look like normal pretzels. At least the picture on the outside of the we'll package We'll be the does. judge of whether they're normal pretzels. <laughs> so should we get into the conversation that we had with uh, with Case? Sure. We are – imagine, if you will, that we are back at the Sweets and Snacks Expo and we have just walked up to uh, the uh, display that advertises Case. And who did we meet? My name is Masoud Kazemzadeh and I am the COO of the Case Processing which manufactures for Case Naturals. And I'm Ann Kazim today, and I'm the president of Case Naturals. We make high-protein cereals and snacks, and among those things, we make pretzels. We started Case Naturals actually as a diabetic food, which my first wife was juvenile diabetic. And uh, unfortunately, she's the one who started, but she didn't live to see the product in the market. After I married Ann, uh, she's a lawyer, so she decided that to, after the kids were out of the house to go back to work. And uh, she said the best thing is to read the business plan of Case Naturals. And then she said she wanted to actually start marketing that. So from that standpoint, we decided to find a place to manufacture it and so on and so forth. 
The facility we found, which was near uh, where we lived, unfortunately went bankrupt three two times and closed down the third time. So I was obliged to go in and actually buy the facility and, and that was about eight years ago. And uh, we uh, started making, uh, at that time I wrote the paper. They asked me if you could write a paper for AIB. And AIB we, is what? Uh, it's American, American Institute, Institute of, of Baking. Okay. Yeah. And they published it. And so we started making pretzels. Uh, write the paper. <laughs> how, how did you know how to make the pretzels? <laughs> well, my background actually is from academia. I was at Texas A&M for many years and I came to Minnesota in order for my first wife to have kidney transplant. At that time U of M was the only one that was doing kidney transplant. So uh, being as academia you kind of know about a lot of things a little bit, not necessarily a lot. But when I took over the facility, I had to start uh, learning how to make pretzels because we had the pretzel line there. And we uh, basically took that and took it to a higher level. We decided to make gluten-free, which was very un unusual. And then the next step was to make a high-protein gluten-free pretzels, which we are the only ones right now that make it in the country. And uh, as I said, they are gluten-free. Our whole facility is gluten-free and they are also BRC certified, and we are also organic and kosher. Not everything we make is organic. We make four times a year organic products. The rest of them is traditional. Is it a challenge to add the protein to the pretzel without negatively affecting the flavor? Uh, it's not the flavor so much, but the dough consistency. The reason you make uh, pretzels with wheat is because of wheat gluten. It's a very good uh, glue and stretches very well. So if you remove that, which is gluten-free, means you don't have any gluten in there, uh, you have to replace it with something that adheres. And, and it takes a, a little bit of time and effort to be able to come up with a recipe that would work well. And, and are either of you, were either of you gluten-free to begin with, uh, that, uh, that this was the, the line that you wanted to pursue? Uh, not really. Both of us are in pretty good shape as far as regular. <laughs> but Anne wanted to have a gluten-free line from the very beginning. And we did have the gluten-free chips where we started. And later on, we got into gluten-free uh, pretzels. Now everything we make is gluten-free. Matter of fact, our facility is gluten-free certified. So we cannot bring in ingredients that have gluten in it. Well, and, and I gather as I look at uh, as I look at the packaging, not only does it have protein in it, but it has more fiber than you'd find in your average pretzel. That's correct. We have up to about 11 grams of uh, fiber, 11 percent fiber, I should say, not grams, uh, and that uh, helps in the digestion of the uh, protein also. Most of these, actually, the naked pretzels that we make go into bar industry. Uh, to boost their protein or they go into mixtures of other products for other com companies. So that is a, a huge market for us right now and we've even this uh, show we had a couple of people who were very interested in that. So you're doing what they call co-manufacturing? That's correct. We do about 50% of our uh, products are co-manufactured for other people. How uh, widely distributed is the K's line? K's line is probably in about 9,000 stores. Uh, we had a little bit of a setback about a year and a half ago uh, for some time uh, because we got uh, confronted with uh, some interesting situations. 
So what we had to do is go back and this year is kind of expanded. We uh, are looking at three major uh, uh, three major uh, uh, store chains that we'll be picking up. Talk about now you've gotten past that. What's the distribution model like for you? So we, we distribute through various areas. We're online, we have our own website. Um, we also distribute through like Vitacost, you know, Amazon, that kind of thing. And we're in some grocery stores in the upper Midwest chain, um, like Jewel Osco and Hy-Vee, um, or a couple of the big stores we're in. And we're also nationwide, um, you know, we're coming into nationwide, we can't say quite yet, but we're coming in nationwide to a large uh, drug chain. Um, Would people find you in the people find you in the gluten-free section or the health food section or the snack aisle? It'll depend, but in most stores and most smart large grocery stores, we like to be near the other protein. So you'll find us on the aisle with the other protein bars and the Boost and the Ensure and all the all things protein. So when you think about what your what your life was like before this, does it surprise you to find that you're in the in the, the snack food industry? Completely. <laughs> it's very interesting because I feel like it's. It's such a different take on what we know as the pretzel to have, yeah, yeah gluten-free and protein in there. I'm, I, I've never heard of a, a protein-rich pretzel before. It's a pretzel you can live on. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretzel you can live on, Michelle. So, Mitch, do you do you want to live on these pretzels? <laughs> I guess we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> we have three samples of these pretzels with us. Yeah, they were nice enough to to send us some samples in the mail because I think we could only get one kind when we were at the expo. So we have their original flavor, uh, jalapeno, honey mustard, and cinnamon toast. And I know you put a whole bunch of these out in the break room at the radio station, and they went pretty quickly, didn't they? Got they got scooped up, so... We have no idea who took them and whether whether that person or those people liked them or not, but but they disappeared. They have big muscles now <laughs> from all the protein. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so let's dig in. How about with their original, just to see what... Uh, gluten-free protein pretzel tastes like. And then maybe we can transition into one of the seasoned pretzels because we have a seasoned pretzel coming up in our next part of Crunch Time. Good thinking. All about the segue. Um, on the back of the package, it says that you can manage your weight without giving up taste. Oh. So. Oh. Well. All right. They look lighter than your typical pretzel. Much less. Are these the 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 naked pretzels they were talking oh. about? It must be. These are. Uh, but they do have a little bit of salt in them. They're kind of. Um, they look bent. like bread. A, a little look a little like breadsticks. You know those little breadsticks that you can mm-hmm. get with salads at uh, at the salad bar. I think I see a sesame seed stuck Uh-oh. on into it. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, and for being sticks. I know Masood was talking about the role of the gluten, and I wonder if once you take the wheat gluten out of the pretzel, it's harder to make them straight the way a pretzel stick would uh, normally be. Yeah, there's some interesting ingredients in here, uh, like pea fiber and huh. rice syrup. That has butter flavoring. Um, as we found out, by the way, um, uh, Masood Kazemzadeh, who is the co-founder of this company, Actually, he has a Ph.D. in food engineering, and his main focus of study at Texas A&M was the behavior of proteins during thermoplastic extrusion. Whatever that means. Yeah, but see, he sounds like he's the right guy to come up with a, a 
protein. Pretzel. Twenty-two patents this gentleman has. Wow. Yeah. All right. Should we give him a try? Yeah. <laughs> Silence. Now, we've tried gluten-free pretzels before. I don't even know if we've done them on the show, but they are—they tend to be Crunchier, crispy versus yeah. crunchy. I think. Or, um, yeah. Um. Um. The, I can really taste like the sesame seed. It doesn't really taste like a pretzel. Like when I think of a pretzel, like if I closed my eyes and took a bite of one of these and someone's like, so what are you eating? I don't know if I'd the say pretzel. The answer would not be a pretzel. Uh, partly because there's really, I'm not no, I'm not noticing any salt whatsoever in this. Mine has one piece of salt on it. One sad piece of salt. <laughs> um, Michelle is licking the piece of salt off the uh, well, I'm trying pretzel to stick. spread it to the rest of it. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what our coworkers thought of of these pretzels. Um, should to, we try? A, yeah. I kind of want to go. Yeah, with the cinnamon uh, toast. Yeah. It is morning time here. <laughs> we're we're recording, so it's our breakfast. I do feel stronger now, though. Yeah. I could open up that package well, these of are much pretzels smaller. with no problem. Must have been the protein. <laughs> are they much smaller or just broken? Uh, good question. Okay, so this is the cinnamon toast. Smells very... It smells very cinnamon-y. cinnamony. And see, I think this is much better. Yeah. These taste a lot fresher, too. So maybe it's the... Hmm. the well, and see... Ones. I can't help but wonder if if you had something like celiac or a, a severe gluten sensitivity and you were also concerned about sodium intake, um, the, uh, the original, I don't know that it would necessarily substitute well for a, a typical pretzel, but um, the, the cinnamon toast variety seems a little more indulgent. Well, there's so much cinnamon and sugar on it that you taste that rather than the the pretzel. Right. Yeah, I don't. I enjoyed this much more. You want to try the other one? Sure. Why not? <laughs> like if there were a bowl of the cinnamon sugar ones or the cinnamon toast ones sitting out, I would I would eat them, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is the jalapeno honey mustard. And I forget you are you are not really a spicy foods person. No. All right. So, I'll, but I'll 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 try one for the good of the podcast. <laughs> they smell like mustard. They do smell like mustard. Yeah, these are a little too spicy for me. Oh, they are spicy. I kind of enjoy them. I I like spicy foods. I think if yeah, if you like spicy and mustard. And honestly, it is a strong. nice blend of the jalapeno and the mustard flavor. If I liked either of those things, I would say I would like these. So I would I would say K's kind of a mixed review there. The originals really don't taste quite like what you would hope a pretzel tastes like. The others you don't notice it as much because the seasoning is mm -hmm. such that um, I think it's a more enjoyable kind of uh, snack. Cool, especially well, if you're looking for a high protein. High fiber kind of snack food. That's gluten free yeah. and yeah, it's interesting. It ticks a lot of boxes. Whether it completely ticks the pretzel box, I am not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it certainly it is interesting. Yeah. 
So that was K's Naturals, three different varieties, uh, an interesting taste test. Our next crunch time taste test, as we alluded to a little while ago, is another seasoned pretzel. Um, But unlike Dots, who we talk about a lot, uh, and some of the Dots imitators out there, um, this is not a Dakota seasoned pretzel. (laughs) We travel all the way to the East Coast and Portsmouth, New Hampshire for this one. And the pretzels are Port City pretzels. Uh, the ones that we have to try are called Tasty Ranch Dill. We will be the judge of whether they're tasty. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> kind of ambitious to include the word tasty. Very presumptive. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but we met the the owner of this company at the Stack Expo, and she shared her interesting story about how she got into the pretzel business. Uh, my name is Suzanne Foley, and I own Port City Pretzels. And uh, I'm going into my fourth year. And uh, so what was it that encouraged you to go into the pretzel business? Mm, well, I lost my job. Same job I was going to retire from, you know. Which was, what were you doing? Uh, I was a business manager, uh, and I was, you know, nearing retirement and uh, lost it. And uh, I did an unemployment meeting one time, and I was like, I'm going to make these pretzels, you know, that I had like 30 years ago. Huh. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> you ate these pretzels 30 yeah, years ago and yeah. you like thought our about family, them ever since? Family, it was a family recipe and I just always knew about it and you know years ago I was like mm, somebody should make these and sell these in our town which was how I started so yeah. And yeah. now where do you sell them? Well I'm in about a thousand stores and after this show a lot more so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Well, so so which because you, you have a you have several varieties what, yeah. what was the original that you started with? Uh, the Tasty Ranch deal um, and that's, uh, I was going to do one flavor pretzel, and that's all I thought I would do. And then the stores are like, okay, what's your other flavors? So I came up with a cinnamon sugar, and then I have a feisty hot, and I have another one on the back burner right now. So, yeah. You don't, you don't want to give us any hints on what's on the back burner? Well, let me tell you what I tried. I tried maple mustard, and it was really bad. <laughs> so that <laughs> is not, not what it's on the So we might be leaning towards a sweet, you know, mustardy kind of pretzel, you know, but not maple, unfortunately. Well, so one of the things that we've really kind of discovered in doing this podcast, and, and this is actually our second year coming down to this. We, we first became aware of your pretzels last year. I think you were already gone, but the display was still standing up. Oh, cool. Um, but... The seasoned pretzel is really kind of shaking up the industry now. Ah, you bet. And and local, you know, I'm local. I like my packaging is uh, ample, and I think it tells a story, and people kind of buy an emotion a little bit more, and, you know, they're good. <laughs> they're great. You eat pretzels every day? Oh, yeah. If I don't have my lunch, I'll eat pretzels, for sure. <laughs> and then, you know, I don't. you don't need a dip with them, but uh, one of my employees was like, have you ever tried these with, like, pumpkin cream cheese? So now I eat the cinnamon sugar and pumpkin oh. cream cheese, and they're, like, to die for, so good. Well, and so, so what is a day in the life of a pretzel entrepreneur like? I mean, what are you, I mean, you are presumably, you know, not on the production floor all the time. No, but I go in and I'll say hi. I have, um, I have, uh, we employ a lot of workers with disabilities, so I'll make the rounds and say hi to everybody, and they work really hard, so I kind of try to connect. Um, and then I just wander upstairs into my office, and <laughs> we go from there. So it's a lot of, um, you know, we're trying to get the word out more and trying to sell, so that's what I spend my time doing. What, what, what is the biggest challenge when it comes to that? Um, biggest challenge right now I have a challenge working with some of my suppliers that's kind of difficult you know it's hard uh, you know it's um, and it's all pricing and I haven't raised my prices since I started and I don't want to raise my prices but it's like the rest of the world does and I'm like wait what you know 
um, you know, you don't want to always be about profits, you know, and I'm not. I'm about making good pretzels and spreading the love. <laughs> you said you're in how many stores? Uh, just under a thousand right now. And, and presumably it starts with the Northeast and, and kind of works its way outward? Uh, you bet. I mean, I started with I, I started with ten stores in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and was you know uh, people started telling other people, and I'm really been fortunate. We haven't really sold. Last year was like the first year I was here that I tried to sell, and I wasn't very good at it because I'd be like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> oh my god. But now I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm selling these things, trying to keep up with the big boys, trying to find my place in the market. So. Where did the recipe come from? So you, uh, from my from my mother-in-law. Yeah, and so I have the story on the back of my package. She was, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a neat story. Um, the uh, great grandmother was the first uh, female uh, politician mayor east of the Mississippi, uh, way back when, and then just a family of women politicians, and it's kind of cool. So I'm not real political, but that's the story. So I put that on my package. Um, you know, they inspired me. So kind of do what you want to do and to believe in yourself. And I have that on my packaging. So, yeah. Well, and, and give us a little sense for the, the slogan, the people's pretzel. Well, I actually was the mayor's choice and because I was going to sell it locally. And then I actually got, um, I work with a lot of the universities in a marketing group and actually a group of undergrad marketing students from University of New Hampshire, Paul School, came up with the people's pretzel and I was like, let's go for it. That's great. And so I, I used it. So that's my tagline. It is a yeah. populist pretzel. It, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you do not make the pretzels themselves or you do? I co-source them. Okay. So we've talked about it. You know, we've looked at some equipment and possibly doing that so that I could spray along the line and it would come out. It would be one full swoop. So there's a possibility. Yeah, one full swoop. <laughs> Technical term there. Because there's a lot of uh, bottlenecks, you know, and, and so when you work with a co-sourcer, sometimes that can happen. So that's on the back burner. This Anything is, else? This is a nice story. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Well, yeah, I think so. And, I, you know, I try to inspire other people, especially when, you know, you're older. You know, it's uh, I'm starting a business, and it's it's making me feel younger every day. I would not have, I would not have pegged you as older, so... I'm gonna be 60. <laughs> it's a bummer. Uh, <laughs> it's like taking a kind of like a bummer moment in your life and just making it yeah, into really like actually is. a really, really good thing. Like it was almost yeah. a good thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. It was a really, yeah, it was a really sad time. I had, you know, it wasn't the job. I had losses in my family. There's a story on it, and it's like yeah. sometimes I know it's like so sad. Um, but you know, I turned it around. You know, so yeah, I just turned it around. It's good. Suzanne Foley, the uh, president and founder of Port City Pretzels in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. What can you tell us about the packaging? It's nice. <laughs> it is a nice looking package. Um, it, it's resealable, which is always really, really good for your, your pretzels. Keeps your pretzels fresh. Um, it has a, a New England made seal on it. So we've talked about that before, how North Dakota had one. Was no, it Pride North of Dakota? Pride of Dakota, then we have the Wisconsin... Something special from Wisconsin. Oh, there's another state in there. But New England Apparently has that, Apparently New too. England, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, she alluded to the story that's on the back about the, the woman politicians of her family. Should we dig it's into It's an upscale-looking package, I have to say. Upscale. Maybe the most upscale-looking package we have sampled. Well, um, it is from the, the East Coast, right? <laughs> <laughs> so these are the the Tasty Ranch dill. I was looking at the seasoning to see what makes this 
tasty ranch dill and there is a uh, dried dill in there so um they got garlic powder buttermilk um and the first thing one notices when you take the pretzel out of the bag is that they have the <laughs> standard seasoned pretzel braided shape yes we are very familiar with this the shape of pretzel, and so, I'm sure this exact pretzel even. She said co-sourced, but you have to believe that uh, But this is the same butter spindle that many of the seasoned pretzel companies out there base their seasoned pretzels on, right? It appears so. <laughs> we cannot say that for fact, but what we know about the pretzel biz is there's only so many companies <laughs> that make this don't, pretzel that's— Don't give away episode 25, though. <laughs> Um, so it's all about the seasoning. It smells good. It smells. It tastes like both ranch and dill. I feel like there wasn't a lot of seasoning on that last one I had. Yeah, what about you? I'm trying to to really taste the the seasoning on it, and um, it's not super strong. I this can, last I can one, I just had a second one, and, and the dill was much stronger in this one. You can definitely still taste the pretzel. Yeah, I'm going to make an interesting point here. I hope it's an interesting point. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I have I have made the faux dots recipe mm-hmm. of pretzels, seasoned pretzels. And one of the key ingredients is ranch dressing mix. Interesting. Uh, and So how do these compare to that? These taste like they have more dill. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the ones you make have dill on them. They're not as, they really aren't as heavily seasoned as uh, some of the other seasoned pretzels that we've had. Um, but not necessarily in a bad way. I don't think they're bad, but I, I don't think they're like standouts. There's, I think if you live in this area and, and local is very important, like I think this is a great product. Let me take another um, couple here. But if you have just, you know, like our grocery store that we've talked about has 20 different pretzel brands on the shelf. Um, I don't know if this would be the one that I grab. I uh, give it higher marks than Dakota Cravings. For sure. For <laughs> <laughs> no question. You know what? The, the other thing I've noticed is not very salty. But yet, you're still getting 14% of your <laughs> for this. I wonder how much of that is in the is in the ranch dressing or in the uh, in the ranch seasoning. I have no idea, but I mean, there are pieces of salt on it, but uh, and and maybe it had to do with the transportation and some of the uh, some of the salt has broken off. Shake up the bag, <laughs> try to get the salt. Yeah, um, yeah, I think they're I. I, I I think knowing her story makes me want to support the company because she was able to turn around a really kind of tough time to to make this pretzel that she expected to sell in her town and now is in almost a thousand uh, stores. Yeah, which is which is amazing. Uh, so yeah, Suzanne Foley has a great story, and the pretzels are pretty good. And uh, if you find yourself in New England or thereabouts, it's uh, definitely worth a try. And uh, I would say that it's okay that they use the word tasty. In the description. <laughs> and we have not tried the other varieties that she was telling us about. So, and, and we don't have pumpkin cream cheese no. either. <laughs> next time. Next time. Uh, and until next time, that's all for the Pretzel Podcast. Uh, you can find us on social media when we are there. Uh, find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pretzel Podcast. <laughs> and we can share out a picture of the protein gluten-free <laughs> 
pretzels and their slight curve that they have. Uh, enjoy. Like pretzels with scoliosis. <laughs> Uh, and with that, <laughs> that closes the books on another episode of the Pretzel Podcast. I'm Mitch Tyke, and I'm Michelle Madernowski. Mitch, we loved having you in Milwaukee. <laughs> this is not goodbye. This is just uh, that's it for another episode. From Pretzel World headquarters, this has been an episode of the Pretzel Podcast, a production of National Pretzel Radio. Pretzel.